On today's Home Real Estate Podcast, we're going to talk about the five must-ask questions on your listing interview. All right. Hello, everybody. And after, I think, five attempts to record the intro, we finally got it. <laughs> and I finally got to do one. Yeah. Uh, I'm Peter Toring. And I'm Chris Van Bell. And so we're talking today about the five questions you absolutely must ask during a listing interview. If you are someone who is selling their home and you're thinking about having an agent to come out and you're saying, what in the world do I need to ask this person? Yeah, this is kind of something that um, you've come up with mm -hmm. and um, it works pretty well for you on your listing presentations. And of course, as everybody knows, we both do things a little bit differently, but... Um, the, the answers to these questions... Uh, are actually my listing presentation, but these are the questions that you definitely need to be asking. So let's jump right into them. There are a lot of questions. I think let's talk really, really quickly about some questions that you either shouldn't ask or don't necessarily need to ask. Uh, and I think the big one is, you know, uh, or at least determining factor in hiring an agent is, well, can you price my house at X, Y, and Z? Yeah, that could that could be troublesome. Um, if somebody says, well, you know, I want to list it at X, right. well, if it's not realistic, all we're doing is throwing a home on the market and yeah. it has no opportunity but, to sell. But that being said, for us as agents, at least for me, uh, as I've said, to, and my boss corrected me earlier, I am not the captain of the ship. I just read the chart for you and tell you where to go, give you the information you need. So uh, I think that there are a lot of good things that you can choose an agent on. I think that pricing is not necessarily one of them. I think a good agent should price the way you want to. No, we do a lot of relocation, and sometimes that is a determining factor. And I guess, you know, if the higher price is what's going to win it, then I may not be the agent for you because I'm not in the business of putting just stuff on the market just to have content. Well, see, for me, I, I like I said, so Chris and I here are going to differ. Uh, I, I actually am totally fine putting a house in the market at a certain price, and then we look at it for a certain amount of time and, and kind of see and go from there. So that's one question that, you know, I wouldn't necessarily make a determining factor on. But let's get into the questions that you should. Number one, you absolutely should ask them how they're going to get the best price for you. And the reason you need to be asking how I can get the highest price, number one, is pretty obvious. You want to be able to get the highest price for your home, right? In the shortest amount of time. Yeah, which is the next question. But uh, what you want to be asking here is what tools does the agent use to find buyers? Uh, what tools do they use to... Uh, you know, to price your home, you know, what's their market analysis look like, which we also talk about in home pricing. Um, you know, what are the the unique marketing tools and tricks that they have that's going to get your home in front of buyers and that that's going to make buyers want to come in and, and put an offer on your home? And that, that was a key, unique. What mm -hmm. is your unique proposition? What are you going to do different than the other 5,000 realtors that are, are, are around? Yeah. You know? And there's a, and I certainly, if I was hiring an agent to sell my home, I know that there are, there's a lot of noise in the market. There are a lot of agents who claim to be the best, who all <laughs> basically do the same thing. Uh, and so what you want to do is find someone who can stand out, who has something unique that other agents don't have. Uh, Chris mentioned the next one. It is timing. It, and it's, of course, how many days your home's going to be on the market. Well, how many days? When? When do we put it on? Why do we put it on then? Um, we got a lot of people that, oh, I want to be in the spring market. Mm -hmm. That might not be the best choice. Yeah, dep especially depending on your home. You know, it, now the spring market might be a great choice if you have a home that is you're pricing perfectly. It's rock solid. Shows amazing. But in the spring market, we forget there's a lot more competition than in the winter market. Right. And, and with that winter market, if you're looking to get the most bang for your buck or the most bucks in your pocket... That may be the market for you because there's less inventory out there, statistically mm -hmm. speaking. 
And the people that are looking for houses are going to be more serious because they're out looking in the snow. Yeah. And so it's, there are, and this is an individual thing, but you want an agent to know not just how long your house is going to be on the market, but when should you list? Why should that be? Uh, and also what can you expect in timing as far as uh, once your contract to close, what that timetable looks like? You want to know when you're putting the key in the uh, new door to new place or when you are uh, can be expecting to get your check for your home. I think the next question you definitely need to ask is, do they have a track record? Who is this agent? What's their story? Uh, you know, are they a professional? Are they a part-timer? Uh, you know, I know you have. Tell me about this, too, because you, you and I, I think, would have different qualifications we'd be looking for on someone's track record. Well, yeah, and, and it depends. You know, there are some people that look for the letters after an agent's name. They look for the GRI, CRS, MRP, mm-hmm. and all these different things. But you got to figure I'm a coach here too. But educate the educate the, the listeners here on what are those what do the, all the letters mean? Okay, so like GRI, that's one of my favorites, and that's one of the ones I like to look for as a graduate realtor institute. Mm-hmm. Um, and that means you went above and beyond, and you took an additional ninety hours of classes to educate yourself and to be you know a consummate professional. And that's I think the key with the letters <clears throat> behind your name is it's showing an agent that is dedicated to educating themselves and going above and beyond kind of your standard level of education. Right. Well, and then kind of with this too, we, we ask people how much kind of they have and stuff like that too. Um, yeah. Which we all do a lot. I actually think that the, the number of homes sold is not always the best measure for me. I wouldn't necessarily, be, I'd certainly be looking at how many homes they've sold. I don't want an agent that, you know, maybe they've sold one home in the last year. They're a part timer or something like that. Um, and that now that being said, that might be, the guy that sells one home a year, that might be the right fit for you. If you know that you're going to want, um, you know, just tons and tons of time. If you, you know, maybe you think that uh, you're going to want every buyer shown by your listing agent, someone who doesn't sell very many homes might be a really good fit for you. I know me personally, I'd want someone that sells a good amount of homes, uh, but doesn't delegate off to a team. You know, they do everything themselves. I'm hearing that more and more was, mm-hmm. uh, you know, am I going to get to talk to you or do you have a team? And that that's yep. huge. But you said um, part-timer, don't forget, that's where I started. Yep. You know, I started out as a part-timer. And, and I, I probably to, wouldn't have been the right fit for you. Exactly. You know, and, and it's, but you I might be to, a fit for somebody else. And I had to, as they say, fake it till you make it. I had to play the part of a full-time realtor. And probably work part, full-time hours and being work, part-time. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so the the other thing I want to look for, too, a lot of agents that, hey, they're selling 100 or 120 houses. Is it a team? And also, what's their that, you know, what do their home, those homes look like? Were they priced at market value? Were they priced you know, low just to sell quickly and be running that we call them property mills, Um, you know, or were they taking the time to uh, sometimes days on market and things like that aren't always the best indicator. Sometimes for me, it takes a couple of more days because my clients want the top, top, top dollar and it gives me a little bit more time to find that buyer. Um, So look at a track record that fits your style. You know, do you want to be just sold in one day at a lower price? Do you want someone that's going to give you a ton of attention? Do you want someone that is available during certain hours. Look at all those things and well, what's important to you. When you talk about attention, are, are you going to answer the phone or are you going to call mm-hmm. me back? I, and I mean, of course, in a reasonable amount of time, I don't expect somebody to pick up the phone just because my number shows up. At but least call huge. me back on the same day. Yeah. like I, mean, I, don't, I think that's a very low expectation. I, I, but I, We say it's a low expectation, but look how common it is and how often we hear, mm-hmm. yeah, um, he didn't call me back for three days or yep. you know, the person he referred me to never called me back. That's, yep. I That's had, huge. I had this. I was looking for a new lawn care company and for one of my clients, my old one was getting not responsive. Same problem. 
A lot of yeah. people just not calling back. It's crazy. I've had that issue with handymen, painters. Yep. I, and I'm not trying to throw trades under the bus. I'm just saying the, the standard right now for doing business is not where we need it to be. Right. So, again, figure out what is important. And this is, I always ask this question in advance. What is important to you as far as a track record on an agent? And it might be to a personality thing. It might be someone, hey, they make me feel good. We get along well. Uh, hey, they're super data-driven, and they're giving me every piece of uh, information I could ever want or need. So, you know, there's a lot of agents out there. Make sure they're a good fit for you. Because also, moving sucks, and you don't want to have someone that makes your process harder. Even if they might get you a couple of more bucks, might be worthwhile to uh, hire someone that's a good fit for you. A hundred percent. So next thing is you need an agent that has a plan of action. A lot of agents have no plan of action, whether it's a marketing plan, whether it's a, uh, you know, educating you on what can go wrong and how you fix it. You need someone that has a plan. If you ask them, hey, what happens if X, they should have an answer for you. And there's a lot of what ifs in this industry. What if, you know, there's a bad inspection that, that comes across? What if there's a bad appraisal? Mm-hmm. And I don't mean bad, maybe low, fine, not bad. And if you stay tuned, we will actually be doing a a complete podcast and video series about all those questions, about everything that can go wrong in the process. And how to remedy them even. Yeah. So make sure an agent has that plan. If you ask them, hey, what if my house isn't selling in three weeks uh, and and we don't know what's going on? Do you have a plan for that? Yeah. And and keep in mind, you know, it's going beyond what's your marketing plan because every realtor is going to throw some marketing garble in front of you maybe um, but i don't know that might i don't yeah. actually think so no no i think a lot of agents don't have a marketing plan at all well, they i the, think the, chris is i think chris is chris is used to dealing with top agents and so he's he's having a, a standard that is i think higher than that might be industry standard most of them have the pretty little folder mm-hmm. and, you yeah know. and and that is he does bring up an excellent point though which is don't be fooled by the gloss over you know hey i have you know, my marketing point actually does happen at 30 points. I like all of them. They're in there for a reason. But, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean that that's the right plan. You might only need an agent that has a 10-point marketing plan or an 8-point marketing well, plan. You and, said that. <laughs> yeah. And that all of those 10 things might be very unique uh, that nobody else does. So you, But needs to have someone who has a plan, who's got a checklist to it, knows that you're going to get, uh, um, uh, you know, they're not go just winging the marketing in your home. And that's huge. Mm-hmm. And I think the last question you absolutely must ask is pricing. I know this is the big one because it's where it causes a lot of tension between agents and sellers. There are some agents like you that that you know you only want to take a, a pers- uh, you know a specific price listing. There's some agents like me that uh, will, under certain circumstances, with timing. Um, there's some that'll just take any listing price for you know wherever it is. And there's a, a lot of different ways of advising people on this. So I think that you need to look for an agent who, number one, fits your style. Mm-hmm. Again, a lot of personal choices here, but also someone that's going to uh, not blow smoke at you. Someone that's going to give you a realistic, a realistic but optimistic view of your home's value. Well, I always like underpromise and overproduce. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not saying that I haven't taken overpriced listings because I've taken a few. Sure, but like we discussed. There has to be that plan in place that says, yep. hey, I'm going to lower the price in X amount of days if we don't have, you know, Y amount of feet through the door. Yeah. Because sometimes you have to see it to believe it. And if they know that there's not a single soul that walked through the house in a week and a half, then guess what? What what can we do? We can't move the house. Right. We can't, you know, have you put thousands of dollars in updates. 
How about we change the price? Yeah, my, my I, I've always told these guys I have a th- what I call the three legged stool, which is presentation, promotion, price. Uh, and uh, my goal is to prove to you as a seller, I'm doing my job on promotion. You're going to do your job on presenting the house well, making sure it's clean and looks nice and smells nice. Uh, and then our third leg is price. And so I always want to have my first two legs nice and solid. But if those two legs are solid and the third one's wobbling, we know why the chair is wobbling. Yeah. You know, um, so that's definitely something to ask about. And also to, to while you're looking through this market analysis, are they giving you two properties? Are they, you know, are they giving you a, a, an in-depth you know, 10, 12 property look? Are they you know, giving you market stats? Or are they showing you that they know your hyper-local market? That's, I think, a biggest, a big thing. Yeah, market stats are great. And some of us have a couple other tools we like to throw with graphs and mm-hmm. and charts and things if you're that kind of person because, yeah. you know, it's tough to uh, appease all the different personality yeah. types. And it's it's something definitely <laughs> you want to know that I don't, I don't like to say that someone needs to be from your area because I think there's, like I certainly work in areas that I don't live but right. there are areas I know very well. You definitely have to have someone who knows your area. They know the sales. They know what didn't sell. They know what's for sale. They know what was for sale last year, you know, and, and why the pricing might be different than yours. Yeah, and that's 100%. And we both do the same. Uh, for the most part, we sell all over Michigan. But what's going on in these areas? Mm-hmm. It's huge. Um, another big thing, you know, you put the pricing and marketing stuff. I just mm-hmm. want to throw a little curveball. Sure. Um, everybody, the big thing now is, oh, I do professional pictures, but what do they actually do? What point do they, they serve? Uh, are you asking this to me or so here's my, I think we both use the same professional photography. I'll tell you this. I have a great answer to that. Number one, uh, it makes your house look good. It is, there is no substitute for your, you've got on average three to six seconds online when a buyer clicks on, right? And this is, and now I think Chris is saying, hey, this is a question that you should be asking, That you know, do you use professional oh, photography? I think it's huge. I think it's, I would not even interview an agent that doesn't use professional photography. They would not even get in my door. I agree. And, and I like the... It's an mu- absolute must. Like the company that I use, mm-hmm. I like that they give you the branded, unbranded virtual tour. They give you the statistics mm-hmm. of where your pictures are being seen. Yep. And what picture is being seen the most. That way you have all these stats in front of you. Yep. And then you can arrange your pictures accordingly yep. to make sure that the hottest pictures get seen the most. I yeah. think that's freaking awesome. And be, and here's the thing for me. Like I said, you got three to six seconds to hook a buyer online. Those pictures need to look beautiful. The house needs to look great. And they need to be ordered in a way that your buyer's getting hooked. I see so many listings that have got 35 landscaping pictures before you ever. And they've got a killer kitchen. And you're like, let me see the killer kitchen. You and know, nobody's going to go through 35, 38, no, 90. I'm not, I might not as an agent. I mean, I probably will. But if I'm a buyer, there's no way I'm going through all these landscaping pictures. Thinking, no. okay, all right, I see your hostas. Fantastic. All right. Great, 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 great. Get me to show <laughs> me the money, right? Another Japanese maple. <laughs> yes, exactly. So uh, he brings up a great point. And we'll so the, do I have to amend the title of this podcast then to five questions in one statement? Uh, well, you, you know, need? I just... Yeah, we got rolling, and I figured that's something important it that people so really important. need to know about because um, and I I think I'm a victim of the of the holding people to a certain standard that I just accused you yeah, of, right? So, but see, I I would definitely say you know if somebody says professional photography, what does that entail to you? It's yes. not just somebody coming in, snapping pictures, and putting them online. What does it have? And I like that the photographer and I use. A, it's a total package, that's and a great it gives point. us information. And it's using the promotion and tracking your promotion to make adjustments. And that is something that maybe you should ask uh, another, maybe another question to ask. Maybe this is six questions, but do you track the listing activity 
Are you looking at the stats? What's the feedback like? Are you actually looking at data to make micro adjustments in the market? You absolutely need to be. Absolutely. Uh, and that's, I don't like, you know, there's a lot of agents that just say, every 14 days we need to lower the price. Well, do we? I don't know. If you're in a $500,000 market, your average time on market is 360 days. You don't need to be lowering price every 14 days. You might just not have the right buyer yet. Or your marketing right. might suck. Or you might have come through with an iPhone camera and the house looks like crap. <laughs> You know, one one picture on a seven hundred thousand dollar home. Exactly. I just actually saw that the other day. Yeah. Too. Again. Yes. So these are some questions you absolutely need to ask. Um, make sure they like said that you are interview an agent that fits you. I always say interview a full time agent. Maybe. Maybe not. Interview one that fits you, uh, and definitely one that uses professional photography. Thanks so much, guys, <laughs> for listening. I know this one went a little bit long here. Uh, but I th- we just think that this is so, so important. It literally could cost you thousands of dollars to hire the wrong agent. Absolutely. Um, and and we want to make sure that we care about people. We don't do this podcast. that We don't make any money off of it. We just do it, provide information to people because we, we love real estate and we love homeownership. So uh, thanks for listening. Check us out on YouTube, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and both of us on Facebook, Peter Touring Realtor and Chris Van Bell Realtor, also on the Instagram uh, at, I think, the same handles. And thanks so much. We'll see you next time. Take care.